Hello there. Thank you for joining us again on The Basic and The Brain. For those of you who may have missed us the last few weeks, we're Alina and Maddie, aka The Basic and The Brain, and we're here to bring Botox and Bravo to the fucking table for your next dinner party. Yeah, I mean, think of it as us bringing basic bitch topics into the intellectual sphere. So grab yourself a glass of wine, or White Claw, or whatever hard seltzer, alcoholic drink of preference, (laughs) and join us for this week's episode. Just like that, we're on episode eight of And Just Like That. <laughs> and just like that, I feel like this has been the last 10 years of my life. Like, I feel like there wasn't even a gap in Sex in the City and I'm Just Like That anymore. I know. No. Um, I will say, though, this episode surprised me. Same. Same. I was actually, like, enjoying it. Remember, I, I, I texted you. I was like, mm-hmm. I actually left. Yeah. I left in this yeah. episode. I didn't hate it as much. I feel like it was a little bit all over the place, but it felt... The closest thing. It felt truer to like the nature of what Sex in the City was. Um, And I think that was a first for us. Yeah. Like the way that they would sometimes take darker topics and like, you know, have Carrie with her like witty isms that I feel like we're really missing in the beginning Mm -hmm. part of this. Um, Yeah. I felt it was, it was the closest thing to Sex in the City. Yes. This episode. And that was for, I feel like, so many reasons. First of all, there was sex in it. Yes. So, um, <laughs> yes. And it wasn't like awkward Miranda Che sex. It was, well, I mean, it was, you know, there were lots of yeah. dicks, put it that way. There was like full frontals of males. <laughs> and I was like, wait, hold on, what? What's happening? Um, there's that. And then I love that they like brought back in, um, I brought back, brought back Carrie's like iconic Versace dress. Yes. So that was oh. cool. That was so good. Even Pierre mm-hmm. recognized it. He was like, oh, yeah, I know this for such dress. I was like, yes, I've trained you well, sir. <laughs> from the Russian, from the Russian. Wait, okay, so why don't we go, like, from the top? What did you like? I know yeah. you have notes. I forgot to take notes. I always, I always take my notes. So, um, interestingly enough, I have also started to rewatch Sex in the City while this is airing. And we started this week. Okay. Um, and it's so funny to watch what happened in season one and season two because we're on season two now. As you can tell, we just like love watching. Wow, you it. are binging because there are a lot of episodes. Oh. There's like twenty episodes per season, right? Uh, I think it's like twelve. Oh, I thought 12, it was a lot 13, more. Something like that. No, 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 it's like twelve. But they're okay. like thirty minutes long or like twenty-five minutes long, so yeah. it's not too insane that we're we're getting through them quickly. Um, I will say. What I found hilarious was how they started season one with, um, not even started it, but in one of the episodes, remember when Miranda was at her law firm's like baseball game Yes, and they tried to hook her up with that other woman because they thought she was a lesbian. And I just thought it was hilarious because at the end of that episode, Miranda actually makes a move on the woman and she was like, yep, not gay. And I was like, how did we forget this episode? Like, how did we just forget this episode that she was just like, "Mm, actually, I'm not gay. Like I tried it, not my thing. Um, and I'm sure I know like sexuality is a lot more complicated than that, but it's just hilarious to me that once again, like we're seeing these like massive disconnects from what was already portrayed in the show in regards to their own development as characters. And then also, since I know our favorite scene in this entire episode was the BJ scene, um, do you remember that Charlotte in season one 
talked about how she hated giving blowjobs. I feel like I vaguely do. There was this whole episode where some guy was trying to like force her to give the blowjob and it was like the blowjob Yes. Yes. And then she, yes. in the, like the during their lunch, she was like, she was like, yeah, I just don't like giving blowjobs. And they had this whole conversation about giving blowjobs. And Carrie was like, well, if it's on the menu, like I don't hate it, you know, like, mm-hmm. um, and every single one of them was making a note and they were like, well, honey, like, how do you expect to like get head yourself? And she was like, I don't. And they were like, oh, if that's the case, like I only give a BJ so I can get like head. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so, like, for me, that, once again, is, like, another inconsistency. Charlotte never liked blowjobs. Well, look, I, I, I feel like maybe, you know, she then met the love of her life, Harry. And so maybe Fair things enough. changed. I also yeah. feel like... I... I also feel like Charlotte, that was like a working woman back then. And, you know, Charlotte was like a mm-hmm. feminist and, you know, so, um, that's funny. I forgot about that episode, but I know exactly which one you're talking about. And I know yeah. the exact quote, like, well, if it's on the menu, um, yep. wait, okay. So I was like dying during that, ep- that, during that scene. So first of all, the, the prosthetic. <laughs> like, come on! What is the budget? What, stick. Like, what like, is going on <laughs> with the budget for this show? Green screens also, like, for like apartments. <laughs> that dick Plus. was way too big, and it was just like floppy, yeah, like so floppy, the, yeah. so awkward. Yeah. Okay, so um, <laughs> the budget's low. We know that. Um, yeah. No, so the the like blowjob related or or scene that I was dying was when they go to lunch and Charlotte just casually is like, so I was getting ready to blow Harry. And they were like, you still blow Harry? You still blow Harry. Yeah, I know. I love that part. I was literally like crying. I I literally texted you. I was like, I don't want to ruin this, but I need you to see this scene immediately and report back because- Again, it, it being like married for ten years, this is like TMI. But I feel I feel like I was a whole, I, I understood where Miranda was coming from. I was just like, "What? Excuse me?" And then Charlotte's like, "Yes, I do." Um, but yeah, what did you think about the whole like Lily dynamic? Um, I thought the Lily dynamic was interesting. Um. I actually really appreciate that they acknowledge that Charlotte, and this is once again like how they're trying to course correct Charlotte's behavior from the past and, and versus like current times. I actually do appreciate that they acknowledge that she's always been more sexually conservative. Um, yeah. And like for her to like be aware of that and be like, yeah, like I know that my upbringing led me to mm-hmm. be that way and I don't want her to be that way, um, which I thought was fascinating. I also appreciated the, I mean, honestly, there's a part of me that's like, is this just like how white families deal with stuff? Because if my mom had known that I'd had like a secret Instagram account and was posting photos like that, I would have gotten my ass handed to me. So there's a part that's just like, you know, I I don't relate to because like I would have gotten my ass handed to me. (laughs) But I, I, I liked it. I thought it was like a heartwarming story of like, you know. Lily is exploring who she is and how she wants to dress. And even though she initially freaked out, that was like, there's still nice narrative or nice dialogue between them of like, the reason why I do this is because the way that I grew up, but like, just know Mm -hmm. that I'm here for you and I love you and all of these things. I thought it was sweet. Yeah, no, I, I, I like that they 
are are kind of changing the narrative or they're kind of like addressing the fact that Lily's the perfect one. Lily does nothing wrong mm. and blah, blah, blah. Lily plays the piano and she's a prodigy and she, all of the above, although she ruins Carrie's life. But like, I, I appreciate that, that they kind of gave her a little bit more of an edge and like depth. Um, yeah. And so it's interesting because you say like, I would have gotten my ass handed to me and it's just how like white families deal with things. And to be honest, maybe, yes. Like I know I'm, you know, I'm Chinese, but like corporal punishment was not a thing in my household. Um, and this is like, I'm not proud of this, but I'm pretty sure my mom told me once she was going to like slap me. Mm. It was probably being a smart ass piece of shit. And I literally, I literally like looked at her and I said, if you ever raise your hand to me, like, like you'll regret it. And I like walked out of the room. I would have called just child yeah. services on my mom. You know, I love a 911 call. You know that that's oh, like a do. pastime of mine. You so, do. You do. Um, I'm a good corporate citizen, or not corporate. I'm a good, I'm a good citizen. My parents would have probably gone to jail for murder. So, because I would not have existed if I talked to them like that. So, <laughs> just you know, difference in how we grew up, which is. Fine. I mean, <laughs> if anyone's ever wondering like why I am the way I am, that's probably a really good like <laughs> explanation right there. So, um, yeah, no, that, that's like funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do want to go back though to um you know when you were talking about how the whole like relatability to Charlotte going down on Harry and then everyone being like wait you still give blowjobs to Harry. Um I really think that this show would have been successful if maybe they did sex and complexities within marriages more thematic within the show. Well, I feel like I think the whole Miranda Steve thing was a nod to that. But it's not relatable. Because, like, how many people are having, you know, this, like, realization that they're gay? Like, what's the percentage of people who are going through well, that? Well, I think, I think the, like, sexuality piece is, like, another added layer to it. I think they threw that in as, like, yeah. apparently um, Cynthia Nixon, she was like, I'm not signing on unless there's more of this, right? So... I almost feel like at she, this point it's Cynthia Nixon playing herself. Yeah, like, so, but but I, I feel like that was probably something like she had a very heavy hand in influencing that mm-hmm. character development. Um, yeah, but I feel like no, maybe not that particular layer of complexity, but I think in regards to um, them not having sex and being like we're just roommates, I feel yeah. like you know her stepping out on him and like exploring something and like finding someone that she's like, Oh my God, I'm passionate and blah, blah. I think that probably happens more than we think it does though. Like right. Like people cheat all the time. Would have been, oh, hundred percent. But what I think what would have been great is that like thematically there would have been like more of an attempt to reignite the relationship. And then maybe they'd be like, let's try threesomes or like, let's um, try open marriages or polyamory, you know, playing along with that. So like, there's like more of that, like thematics and being able to close every episode on something on more of like a high note versus it just being about Miranda cheating with this added complexity that isn't relatable to most folks, I think about questioning yeah. their sexuality. Um, mm-hmm. And then we only get like, literally, I think it was like one minute of them trying to revive their sex life where basically Steve got shamed to shit about the fact that he didn't know how to finger his wife. Like oh my God, that was so weird. I forgot about that. And I think it was like intentional that I pushed it out of my mind. Um, yeah, no, no, I, I don't disagree <laughs> with that. I don't disagree with that. I, I feel like the whole Miranda, Oh, excuse me, deciding that she loves Che wants to be with her. I have so many thoughts about that as we both know. 
so many fucking thoughts. So I was very annoyed that I, I like loved Che for the first time for being like, wait, you're married or sorry, you're not in an open relationship. And yeah. I kind of like really appreciated her calling Miranda out on her shit. Like that's not okay. Sorry. Um, yeah, no, no, a hundred percent. Okay. So I love that. I felt like her whole, like, I'm going to go to Cincinnati, right? Cincinnati, Cleveland. Where was she going? I think it was Cleveland. Cleveland. Wait. I think it was Cleveland. Yeah. I think it was Cleveland. Yeah. Cincinnati. They're playing in a football game. That's why I thought of them. But um, I feel like that was like so corny. Like yeah. I'm in the car on the way to the airport. And like, I feel like um, Sarah Jessica Parker, like Carrie was just like, okay. Like you're not going to question. So I actually have a question for you. Uh, okay. Because okay. this was actually top of mind for me when I was watching the episode. I was like, if you, you being my best friend, right? Like, let's say scenario. Okay. You know, I've been with Pierre with X amount of years. How long has she been with Steve? Like, what, 20 something years at this yeah, point? Yeah, like or forever. What was it? Forever. Uh, um, they got married in the last and, season, I think. So, yeah. So it's been a while. We'll call it 20. She's deciding to divorce her man of a multitude of years for someone randomly and out of the blue, right? Mm-hmm. And you know what? how much it's taken these two to like develop their relationship and get over the humps and they have a kid together. Not that I'm saying that, they, that Miranda shouldn't be happy or this person shouldn't be happy, but if it were you in Carrie's shoes, what would you have done knowing that this was happening, especially considering how quick things happen between Miranda and Shay. What would I have done? I think, okay. I think that I, look, I'm here to support you, right? Mm-hmm. I'm here to support you. But I also imagine that at this point in time, I have a relationship with your husband too. Yeah. Is my loyalty to him? Maybe not. However, at the end of the day, like, I'm very big on, like, do the right thing and, like, morals. And so I think that I would, like, just tell you, look, I'm here for you. And, like, look, if you want to go and pursue another relationship and be with someone, A, let's be very clear about what you're giving up, right? And, mm-hmm. and like, really talk about it and understand it and, like, go to therapy. I don't know. Do something, right? But make sure that you understand the ramifications. Like, she didn't even try to go to couples therapy with this guy. She literally was like, finger me once, and like that was it. So I feel yeah. like I would like push you to try to work through that. But if you weren't, I think my big issue was that she was lying to both of yeah. them. And I think like as Carrie, mm-hmm. I would have been like, you have to like make a choice. You have to make a decision because it's not right. And like look at mm-hmm. you, like look at what happened, right? She was untruthful. Like she didn't deal with what she needed to deal with, and she potentially lost Che, and she walked out on Steve. So it's like, I just feel like if she would have been a little bit more forthcoming, yep. it, like, you, you can't deny what you, what you want, but you have to, I just think you need to be really, really honest and open and transparent about it up front. And that's hard. I'm not saying that's not an easy thing to do, but I would have pushed her to like not be, you know, hiding in the shadows about it. Like just, just admit it to yourself and then deal with it because- it's so, I just think it's fucked up, but you know, I, I don't like the idea of cheating. That's my problem. Yeah. What about you? I mean, yeah, I think pretty similarly, like 
if I were Carrie in that situation or, you know, if it were you, I mean, heaven forbid, right? But like, if it were you doing what Miranda's doing, (laughs) um, yeah, I mean, of course, you know me, I'm all about like the free spirit, do what makes you happy. But at the end of the day, yeah, I'm going to question you and question you a little hard. Um, because like, as you said, like, I also have a relationship to your husband. Of course, my loyalties lie with you, as you know, (laughs) but at the end of the day, it is about like, let's figure out what's happening here, go a little bit deeper because I felt Carrie mm. was very detached. Yeah, exactly. She was just from like, everything. Oh, okay. My husband died. Yeah. And then kind of w- one of the things that I loved was like her lightheartedness with the, the brownies where she's like, Oh, do you want like a little uh, chocolate brownie to bring to Steve while you break his heart kind of thing? <laughs> um, I thought oh. that was comical, but at the same time, there was a part of me too that was like, you don't really know what's going on here because we haven't had those like darker, deeper scenes where like they're both really honest with each other, yeah. Carrie and Miranda, about what's going on. I feel like Carrie, probably because she is so distracted with her own grief and she's been in that like really she's going on dates. Of it. Mm-hmm. She, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like she's, she no, keeps no, using the dead husband card, you know? So yeah. it's like how much emotionally are you open to be supportive of your friends realistically when you're in that fog? Yeah, I remember um, that's why I was getting so angry when I was just, you know, in, the, in our previous reviews where I was like, look, I get it. You're going through one of the worst things that you could go through, right? You're going through loss, you're grieving. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean that other people don't have stuff that they're going through as well. And so to sit here and yell at Miranda and be like, you left me pee on myself or whatever it was. And it's like, but she's going through something too. And it, I don't know, that that's exactly why I was mad about it. It's like, you're allowed to be distracted. You're allowed to do whatever. You're allowed to use that card. Like, why can't Miranda use the, like, I'm having a fucking identity crisis. I don't know who I am. I don't even know what I like anymore. Like, I'm about to, you know, mm. destroy, implode my life. My kid is going to be fucked up. I'm going to ruin Steve's life. Like, that's that's a lot too. It's a different kind of loss. It's a different kind of grief. Grieving, grief. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so I, I I totally agree with you on that, and I yeah yeah I, I think that like crazy. she I feel like she was just like do what you got to do, but like she didn't go through that with her. She didn't explore it, or mm-hmm. we don't know that she did, right? Yeah, which is kind of crazy because when you look at previous episodes, like in season one, season two, like Carrie mm-hmm. was always there for Miranda. Like, yeah. I literally was just watching the episode where Miranda bought a new apartment and she got freaked out by her old neighbor who said that the previous tenant died in there and the cat ate half of her face and nobody yeah. knew. And then she got scared of dying alone. She ended up having a panic attack, was at the hospital. Carrie was there with her and Carrie was hearing her out. And like there was such a depth to their friendship that I feel like we're not really getting in yeah. just like that. And so we feel like it's such a detached thing that I'm mm-hmm. like, whoa, that's not how I would really approach this situation. I would like be there with my friend in the throes of it to like help them figure out their stuff. You yeah, know? exactly. It's like, so like work through it with them. Like do, yeah. do right by your friend. And I, I, I didn't feel like she did that. I did. Yeah, I did I appreciate though how like Charlotte kind of came around to it and was like, you like, if you love her, you love her. Right. And, or I don't know if she yeah. didn't say that, but she was just like, she was being more supportive. And I feel like she is the better friend right now out of, you know, in, the, in this particular situation. But yeah, look, if you decide to implode your life and whatever that means, if that means you're going to quit your job tomorrow, which is not imploding your life, but that's a really significant change. There are ramifications to that, whatever. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to like push you to really think about what you're doing and why, and what is your plan and how are you going to do this? And how do you like, yeah. how do you do this in a way that I'm not going to have to pick your ass up off the floor in a million pieces? <laughs> in six mm-hmm. months from now, right? Like, let's do yeah, this yeah. and let's do it smart. And I feel like my thing about the whole Miranda, 
my issue, I mean, well, just the way she did it, right? And and poor Steve. Yeah. I mean, we know that they just make him look like a loser. It's just like they're, they they're so bad. He's just digging his own grave. Um, but it was like there was no regard for how do you limit the hurt that you're causing. And that's what made me angry with Miranda. Oh. Right? It's like, oh, people dragged this episode or dragged rather Miranda in this episode um, on Twitter and on public, uh, so, public pff, on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, I felt like that scene was pretty heartbreaking for me to witness. Yeah. Knowing how convoluted their relationship was, the ups, the downs, knowing how that ended in the first movie where they like really, really decided to like choose each other, you know, Mm -hmm. pick one another, love one another, which is really at the end of the day, like it is a choice to love someone. You Uh know what I mean? I agree. Um, And like, it really hurt me because Miranda has always made Steve feel like he was not enough. And to see him vocalize it like that. um, And then when he said, you know, like, I've always been hanging in there for us. And then when he ended it with like, I'm too old to rally for us again. Like, oh, Ugh. holy shit, Steve, fuck. Oh, Twist the knife. Ah. Um, yeah. I'm hoping there's a part of me that like wants Che to really fuck with Miranda. And I think that that's going to happen in later episodes because Che said, I can't promise you traditional. And I think Che is probably like more open, open relationship. Ended. Exactly. More about around the polyamory potentially. Um, and I think Miranda's going to have like a real interesting uh, surprise waiting for her in uh, Cleveland. I have a feeling. Yeah. I mean, I don't mean to be an asshole. I don't necessarily think that Miranda deserves a happily ever after. Like to your point, like she treated Steve like yeah. shit the whole time. She pushed him away. He tried. He was like so good to her. He got n- like very little in return until she decided she wanted to be with him. Right? Like yeah. he waited for her. He, yes, he fucked yeah. up, but so did she. And again, yeah. I, yeah, I just like, I, that's what bothered me. It's like, if something like that happens, if any of my friends, if someone who's not my friend confides in me about this situation, like my advice would be do what you need to do to limit the hurt on other people and the other parties. And sometimes mm-hmm. that means that you have to be hurt. Sometimes that yeah. means that you sacrifice yourself. And I know that that's like so, you know, nobody wants to do that. But like, if you truly love somebody, yeah, you don't have to want to be with them. You can whatever, mm-hmm. but like, you should like take the burden on yourself. I don't know. It, like, moral story is Miranda, you're a bad person. You're chasing after someone who told you she basically can't give you what you want anyway. So, I don't know. Yeah. Two more episodes, right? Two more episodes to, to yeah. tie it all together. I just, have a f- I just have a feeling that this whole Chase situation is going to turn really ugly when Miranda yeah. comes to the realization that it's a more that she is actually traditional in the sense that she probably wants monogamy and Che will not give her that, I don't yeah. think. And that well. what's really fucked up here is that Che didn't mention that. Che just said, I can't do traditional. But, like, there's so much definition under that umbrella. Mm-hmm. Like, how does mm-hmm. one really define that in that sense? Yeah. Um, so it'll be yeah. really interesting to see how the next uh, couple of episodes shake out. But I am not a fan with how Steve basically got left in the lurch. Oh, actually, what were your thoughts about um, 
Steve's note on um, what marriage really is. He's like, you know, we go do our shit, we come back, we're on this couch together eating our dessert or whatever. And like he found joy in it while Miranda was just like, yeah. Like, what did you think about that? That's a hard one. I think that there's like Mm. seasons. Mm. I think like sometimes that's okay and that's enough. But I also Mm. think like sometimes it's not. Yeah. And I think, like, I don't know, I feel like to your point, right, you you choose somebody every day. You choose to love this person. You choose to be faithful to someone, right, all the above. And sometimes, like, you don't like them very much, and sometimes you do. And sometimes, like, <laughs> it, no, it's a reality situation, right? I don't like, like them some days, <laughs> but I love him, you know? <laughs> you know, sometimes, you know, like, no, but, um, and so I think, though, I think that, like, Miranda's issue is that Steve, like, he is just complacent. I think there's a difference between like comfort and mm. complacency. And I think that he falls into the complacency bucket. Mm. Um, and, you know, I think like to go back to the whole like you have to choose it. I think like it's, it, it really does take work. And I, I feel like it was almost like lazy on his part. Like if all you want to do is eat ice yeah. cream with me, like mm, maybe she obviously wanted something different. She didn't articulate that to him. Yeah. So to his credit, right? Yeah, how would he have known that that wasn't enough for her? Yeah, yeah, you're having the fucking ice cream every night with him on the couch. Like, what do you think? He, like, yeah. how you can't hold him to that if he had no idea. Now, is there a problem if you have different expectations of what a marriage is? Like, maybe. But I still think mm-hmm. that, like, Steve might try, like, I, I still think that he would try for Miranda. Yeah. Even if it wasn't what he wanted or needed or expected. Mm, what do you think? That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, to your point, it's like seasons. Um, but then also I really liked your note about complacency. Like, I think they're both extremes on the spectrum. Mm-hmm. Like, Steve fell down the complacency side of the spectrum, and Miranda fell down the I just want only passion side of the relationship when in actuality both of those extremes lend to bad outcomes <laughs> and it's like there has to be like a middle zone but if they hadn't talked about it they mm-hmm. hadn't discussed it like how would they have known that that was something that the other needed yeah so funny that you say passion and I know we we probably want to wrap this up but um in my in our therapy session or in my therapy session this week I talked to my therapist who we all know I'm obsessed with about like what's the <laughs> difference between a passion and an obsession. Mm, and she like said the difference is like an obsession is something that like has a negative ramification on your life. It makes you unhappy. It, like there is, there is like, it, it does hurt. Whereas like passion is something mm-hmm. like you just love, but there's no negative consequences or ramifications mm-hmm. of it. And so um, I feel like, I feel like Miranda was more obsessed with the whole Che thing. I think it was like, obviously there was passion involved. Yeah. But she was willing to destruct everything around her, her life, her family. Like, again, I I also feel like her lack of regard for her child in all of this is just mind boggling to me and so unrealistic. Well, I think this is kind of goes back to the issue of the writing and how they've developed the character. Because for us, this is coming out of nowhere. Right. So for us, we're just like, like, okay, so this seems more like obsession versus like a natural development because she came out of nowhere being like, I'm unhappy. I'm unhappy in all aspects of my life. And it was like, wait, what? Um, yeah. And so for us, it's like, okay, well, obsession can explain this. But if there had been more of a natural yeah. development and seeing that unhappiness, then all of this would make sense. But for yeah. us, it's like, 
no, mm-hmm. this is more obsession and um, kind of like an addiction. You know how like when sometimes you get addicted yeah. to these highs, whether it's like an adrenaline high or an oxytocin high or serotonin high. Um, like when you start a new relationship, it's like basically chemicals in the brain and they've done MRI scans and they've showcased that it's literally the same thing as taking a hit of drugs um, when you're in love. Um, oh and s- I know, isn't that crazy? But mm-hmm. it's, it's basically the same thing. And so maybe, you know, she had been addicted to alcohol stopped alcohol. So what if this is just like another form of like an addiction? No. So that's what I'm saying, right? Like, I wonder like, when is it going to wear off? When does a novelty yeah. wear off? When is it cool? Yep. And and the fact that like they made her so, so reckless about it. Like you have an, I don't know, 17, 18 year old son, right? Yeah. How does this impact him? That's a thing. And like, yeah. and I feel like I really wish that they would have like been a little bit more thoughtful about that. And I get it. We're on episode yeah. eight. We, you know, don't necessarily have time to like dive into all that, but like maybe they should have thought of that. And I feel like if they would have, yeah, they definitely should have thought about that yeah. instead of those filler episodes they gave us. The fuck? oh my god, yeah, the Diwali, exactly. Diwali episode. Yeah, no, totally agree. <laughs> anyway, on that note, mm. I'm in for the last two episodes. I will say one last thing before we okay. kick off is. I don't want us to veer too far off the deep end because I do want to validate the experience of women in later age who maybe potentially having a midlife crisis or some existential crisis where they're like, this isn't what I wanted. Oh my at God, all. I'm having a midlife crisis right now. <laughs> like, I'm like, what do I want? <laughs> Aren't we all? Um, yeah, no, sorry, not to cut you off. Aren't we all? Like, I don't want to invalidate that because I'm sure that there are a lot of women who are having that experience of like, Every decision I've made in my life has led me to a path that, like, I'm actually not yeah. happy in. So I know that there are women out there, like, and I want to validate that for oh them. My gosh, However, for sure. this show is just not doing it fucking well. But that's that's all. <laughs> yes. yes, exactly. It's, it's all about the writing. Exactly. Like, I would hope that these conversations were had. I would hope that Carrie like gave a shit and wasn't just oh, like, God. let me go to a Diwali party so I can put some flowers <laughs> in my hair instead of dealing with my friend's deal drama. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm. <laughs> Let's see. I, very, very interested to see what happens the last two episodes because I feel like now we're like at this like peak, and it's like you got to wrap this up real yeah, quick. I don't know how they're gonna do it, and there's only two episodes left, and I, I still don't know where this is going. So, yeah. um, you know, hoping, hoping, crossing fingers, we get some uh, some bows tied at the end. We can only hope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Well, till next week. So there you have it. Thank you so much for joining us again on The Basic in the Brain. Be sure to join us next week for our next spin on intellectualizing our basic bitch interests. Be sure to join us and don't forget to like and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Tweet us at Basic and Brain and follow us at The Basic in the Brain on Instagram. Give us feedback. Tell us what you love, what you don't love. Tell us what topics you'd like for us to cover. And we'll talk to you all later. Bye.